Welcome back, welcome back, Perks Recap Podcast. Uh, football Ty and I were able to get our schedules straightened out, and he was able to join me. We just finished up the conversation. I'm going to play it for you right now. And we're back. Football Ty has joined us. We were able to get the schedules worked out. Um, second week in a row, so this loss didn't uh, affect you as much as the first loss. I assume we're talking about my little Giants. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, lost Bill sucks. Yeah. Uh, there, there's there's a, lot, a lot of questions still to be answered, but I, I got to be honest with you. I, uh, I wasn't dead on the money, but I said the Giants defense was going to show. And I know they broke down on third downs, but I saw a lot out of that defense that I did not see the first two weeks. So overall, I'm happy with what I saw. But um, we we got we need Andrew Thomas and Saquon Barkley back. Yeah, in the worst way, absolutely. Uh, Brita Brita was okay, as you yeah, kind of figured he would be. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I threw him in my starting lineup and then took him out last minute, <laughs> and he <laughs> and he outscored both my running backs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, you were saying that you you have Seattle the next game penciled in as a win? With uh, Definitely with Andrew Towns and Saquon Barkley, I think they have a legit shot, yes. Well, they have a good, uh, with, I, I, I would say they have a shot, but I will, full disclosure, I am definitely going to be picking Seattle to win that game. Yeah, I, I think most people would, but as a Giant fan, you got to think that Dable's going to get these guys out there and put a full game on both sides of the ball eventually. And this is a, a good week to do it. Yeah. I mean, what is the prognosis of Thomas and, and Barkley? Uh, right now, they're, they're still the day-to-day. But um, I expect to see uh, Barkley out there regardless. Um, you know, he's, he went, he's gone two weeks. Or it will be two weeks by the time Monday night comes around. So, Right. I think he's. I think he'll be ready to go. At least go out there and start the game and see how it feels. But but Andrew Thomas is huge. We need him back so badly. Yeah, he's arguably more important than Barkley. Absolutely, because he'll at least protect the left side of Jones. So yeah, he was running around quite a bit, as he has all season so far. Three games. And the offensive line is uh, – I've seen some individual uh, moments, plays, efforts from uh, certain offensive linemen that were encouraging. But overall, as a unit, they're pathetic. There's no communication. Yeah, it seems like it's all breaking down for them. Um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. All right. Well, everything changed for me on Sunday. Everything changed on Sunday. The Cowboys losing to the Cardinals is completely inexcusable. Totally inexcusable. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, um, you went silent for a little, for a minute. I just want to make sure you were there. 
Um, no, what I was saying is the Car- the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals, completely inexcusable. And um, it changes my entire outlook. My entire outlook has now changed. I had Super Bowl aspirations. I had, you know, one of the best defenses ever aspirations. All that is out the window. My question of if they can stop the run was answered with a resounding no. They cannot stop the run. And uh, they got punched in the mouth. Yeah, they certainly did. Um, and that's like – I. <laughs> The season after three weeks has already got me confused. That's very confusing. The Giants came back and beat the Cardinals by dominating in the second half, and the Cowboys got worse the second half. Yeah, Cowboys couldn't do anything. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Clearly the Cowboys are not where I thought they were as a uh, team. No. Um, They are now in that notch below San Francisco and Philadelphia. Yep, I agree. They dropped, out, they dropped out of that t- top three, and they are now in the notch below below them. I agree. Uh, I mean, it's only three weeks in. I, I wouldn't uh, make your decision up on the season after three weeks, but definitely disheartening for you. Uh, well, no, I mean, listen, the Eagles last year inexplicably lost to the Commanders. Yes. You know, and the Chiefs lost to... Didn't they lose to the, to, to the Raiders? I can't remember who they – they lost to somebody who wasn't very good. Yeah. So every, every good team's going to lose it. But the thing is, it's just the way they lost it. And the fact that uh, Deron Bland, the guy filling in for for um, Diggs, just got completely abused. And that's just going to keep happening now. Um, their, their pass defense, if they can get a pass off and uh, – you know, hold some protection. They're going to, the pass defense is not going to hold up anymore. They got to, they got a few, you know, they, they hurried them a few times. You know, Parsons got a sack, but overall, not like it's been the past first, you know, the first couple weeks. And yeah. then on offense, they really haven't shown much all year so far. I mean, there's been good individual performances. Pollard had 100 yards. CD Lamb had a great first two weeks. Last week, CD had a, had a, had a great week in week two. He had a good week against the Giants, too. Yeah, he had 77 yards against the Giants, 140 or 130 against the Jets. So there's decent individual performances, but nothing where they're firing on all cylinders. It wasn't a great offensive game at all. And um, and the defense broke down a little bit. Micah Parsons has a, actually has a podcast, and I listened yes, to it too. after the game. And – uh. He's just chalking it up to the – they came out completely flat, and he thinks they were re- reading a little bit of the headlines about everybody just picking them to dominate the Cardinals. And that's what he's basically chalking it up to. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. But I like to think that these are professional athletes and you know, that they're, they're, their heads should never go to that space. Yeah, I think it's, it's hard not to, though. You, you know, professional athletes are not – I think it's just human nature. But whatever, regardless, that was not that was not an excuse. That's not an excuse. They should have dominated that team. So now, if they were exposed in a certain way, which they probably were, especially that defense, Bill Belichick, you know, is going to uh, figure out a way to exploit that. Oh, absolutely. I, I have a bad feeling about the New England game now, a really bad feeling. I'm one of the few people I know that took the Patriots over the Jets in that game. 
Yeah, I, I took the Patriots as well, but I'm I'm probably going to pick the Patriots this week too. I, I, now I got to see it. Now I got to see Dallas look look like they did the first two weeks again before I'm really confident in picking what them they, anymore. They um, I think it's in Dallas. Ah, oh, you got it like that. Hang on, I'll let you know. I'll let you know right now. Hold on. I want to make sure we get it right. Yeah, they're playing in Dallas. Playing in Dallas. All right. Well, you got it like that, though. I mean, that should give yeah. you a bit of an edge. I mean, you know, talent for talent, they're, they're a better team, but that doesn't mean they were a much better team than Arizona, too. So who knows? I get, yeah. Now I got to well, see them. I, mean, I need to see them reset and regroup and come back out the way they were the first two weeks where I thought to feel better about them. But that was no. really, really disheartening. The Patriots have the two things that you absolutely need to have a chance to win the NFL, and that is a good defense and a good offensive line. So, with Belichick well, that, playing, that, that's that's another thing. The offense, I kind of, I'm starting. I give them a little bit of a pass uh, against Arizona. They had three offensive linemen out. They had that, and the two best. They had Tyron Smith, even though he was in uniform all game, he never played. And then Zach Martin. Uh, didn't even dress, and their center Tyler Biotis didn't dress either. So they had three backup linemen, in and two of them, huh. you know, are their two best, you know, future Hall of Famers. Born, man. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't have those two guys, those three guys on the offensive line. That's a big hit. Three out of your five. Yeah, that that changes the offense completely. You've got one of the best to ever do it at left. You've got one of the best run-blocking guards to ever play the game. All missing. That's yep. a tough thing. Now, I'll tell you what. Arizona, we know they're not a good team, but they are not the dumpster fire everyone thought they were. Exactly. They played hard. They, they, played, they, they played hard all three weeks. Yep. So, I, uh, I still don't think uh, we're going to see the Cardinals do anything, but I think they'll be a fun matchup for teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to give everybody a scare, I think. They obviously gave you guys a scare, but you pulled it out, but it was definitely a scare. They gave Washington – or was it Washington that played week one? No. Who they played week yeah, one? Yeah, it was. Was it? Okay. No. And yeah, they Washington. gave them a scare. Yep. They absolutely did. Uh, Arizona's defense let them down that week, but they played uh, – they played some good football. Uh, I wouldn't want to be – the last couple of weeks of the season, fighting for uh, the last wild card spot, having to play them. No, because they're not going to go away. I don't think they're going to go. Away. Well, the thing is, you never know. If they keep losing, though, and you know they'll start to be like two and you know two and seven, two and eight, they might they might start mailing it in a little bit. If they are you know really get get down, you know they they play well, but they keep losing these games. Eventually, they might it might not be as hard to beat them anymore towards the end of the year. Yeah, I, you know, I think this is a team that if they can get four or five hard-earned wins, I think that's enough to keep them going for the season. Right, right. But uh, you know, I agree. If if they go zero and eight, it's going to be tough to come out there with any heart. Right, right. 
we'll have to see. But yeah, I need I need Dallas to uh, show me something against New England. Um, I think at least one of those linemen will be back. Maybe maybe all three of them. That would be a huge help. And then of course, the defense has to adjust without Diggs. They did not do a good job. They just basically they're on the outside and playing playing the same defense they had as they had with Diggs, and it did not work. Land got abused. And Gilmore didn't, you know, got gave up a little bit too. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Patriots going to give everything they got, and uh, Stevenson is a good running back. Well, here's another thing. Ezekiel Elliott is on that team. Yes, he is. <laughs> Can you imagine Zeke gets 15 carries and 100 and something yards and a couple touchdowns? Good Lord. I actually – I can, and I can see Belichick having actual plays drawn up for him for this game. Oh, yeah. If he's going to get – if there's any week where he's going to, like, lead that team in carries, it's this week. Don't let them uh, get uh, short and goal, man, because you know oh. it's, he's going to be in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From the you know first and goal from the two or something, it's going to be three you know Zeke three times in the line. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that'll be an interesting game. Can can we talk about my my total disaster of a pick though? Go ahead. I had the Bucks taking out the Eagles. <laughs> How'd that work? Uh, about as well as you said it was going to. <laughs> They're starting uh-huh. to uh, – they're getting their their stride back for sure. I, I would agree. I, that's all I kept thinking about is I'm going to have to listen to Craig say, I told you. Well, I was – I you know, I kind of agreed with you to a degree saying that they hadn't looked that great yet. And if there's a chance for the Bucks, that's the chance that maybe they keep playing that way. But uh, it looks like they kind of woke up and they might be a, a freight train now the rest of the way. Well, the uh... – Defense definitely had some bright moments in that game. I still think uh, Tampa moved the ball okay on them and was able to run on them at times. So wasn't going to compete loss. But that offense, that Philly offense, just ate the clock up. Yep. Yep. Jalen Hurts looks more like Jalen of last year. I agree. Now, real quick, um, 70 points. <laughs> Thank you, Tyreek. <laughs> what the hell? 70 points. Yeah, My that's... God. Uh, two is <laughs> having quite the season, but uh, that, they, whole offense, that whole offense is so fast. Didn't they um, break a yardage record? Didn't they have like something like six, 700 yards in that game? You know, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but yeah, it was up there. Uh, I do know that they had three players, three separate players clocked on the field during the game doing around 22, 23 miles an hour. <laughs> a cane or a chain, whatever his name is. Good. He went yep. off too. Everybody, that whole, like I said, I think it was 700, I want to say 760. Um, I'm not entirely. Yeah, you know, I don't have the numbers in front of me either, but I, I believe that's the number around there anyway. And I believe also that was a record for yardage, and they almost broke the points record for a game too. Yeah. 
I think we have to put uh, Miami up there. I think uh, if Tua stays healthy, I think Miami can take out Kansas City. Yeah, their whole season depends on Tua. That's it. That's, that, that, and I said that from the beginning. But uh, I don't know. I still don't like their defense all that much. And, and, and I still think that can bite them. I still don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. I don't. I, I still think there's a couple teams ahead of them in, in the AFC. Well, you have to think if they're in it there at the end and they're looking strong, they're probably going to make a couple acquisitions to. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, I think Dallas is going to have to as well. They're, they're both going to be on the market, I think, for cornerbacks. Yep. Both both of those teams. Because this Jerron Bland thing did not work out all that well. No. Well, the thing is, Dan Quinn's got to make an adjustment now. He can't play the same defense he was playing before with Diggs on the field because you leave yourself, you know, exposed and open with, with Bland again, you know, one-on-one against good receivers. It's not going to work out well. He needs to stop the run, and he needs to get the team – he needs to simplify the defense a little bit with that other corner out there. You can't, can't have the same type of blitz packages that he was running and leaving him out there on his own because you saw what happened. And, I mean, the other side of the field's in good shape. You know, it's not, it's not elite, but it's fine. Um, in the in the yeah, the the front seven is, is really good. So I have, have to see how they adjust. But I do. I want to see an adjustment, and I want to see the offense play better. And I need to see them stop the goddamn run. Um, and I am probably going to be picking the New England Patriots to win that game because I. I'm scared of Bill Belichick, basically. I'm frightened. <laughs> well, I know you hate him, so. <laughs> I don't like him, and the fact that he's so so freaking smart, and I, it is a worry that it could be a, a real big problem for the whole year. This, this whole year could go down the toilet. I'm not saying that it's going to. I'm just saying if something was exposed that every team can capitalize on, it's going to be a big problem. And if anybody can capitalize on something, it's going to be Belichick. Right, but then the, the other teams are going to have two games to look at Yeah, see what these teams did. And if we can't stop it, it's a big problem. So, I don't know. I, my whole outlook has completely changed. No, it's uh, – I mean, again, I think it's a little bit early to hit the panic button, but – No, I, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to – I wouldn't say I'm panicking. I'm saying my outlook has changed. That's all. Yeah, uh, can we talk about Josh Allen? <laughs> <laughs> well, he seems to be correcting himself, huh? I mean, it, it was the Commanders, um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I tell you, the Commander um, fans—they they were chirping pretty loud all the first after the first two games, talking about they're going to oh. sneak up and win the division and all this kind of stuff, and uh, they got smacked right in the face, which is great. Well, they've, they've either lost the division or came in second to last in the division for how many years now? Yeah, it's been a few years. They haven't really been that good, and they're still and, and they're just okay now. They're just yeah. they're a butt-average team. I understand their excitement. They're, they're where I was two years ago with the Giants, thinking that we had something better than we did. Um, so I, I'll give them a little bit of slack, but uh, they got to quiet down a little bit after week four. 
yeah, they they're another team that they need to reestablish. If they're a good team, they need to get reestablished here in the next week or two to uh, to start being taken seriously again. Yeah, I think their their little Cinderella story is pretty much over. The schedule only gets harder. Yeah, this is you know this is a six or seven win team in my opinion. I agree. Right there with my Giants. Um. Well, the Giants, I could see going one of two ways. I could see another – yeah, I could see a six-win season or a seven-win season. But if they win against Seattle, I might see a broader – you know, it might get a little better. It might be more like an eight- or nine-win season, maybe even yeah. a nine – maybe a nine, nine and eight. No, I agree. I think that's why I'm sticking to my guns – Protecting a win because in my mind this is a must-win game for the Giants. I agree. You I can't think... if you lose this game and you go to uh, what is it? Two? You'll be two and three. Uh, no, we'd be we're one and uh, one and two now. Oh, you so yeah. We'd be one and three if we lost to Seattle. Yes, yes, one and three. And uh, not not only does that put you in a hole because you're the first quarter of the season is over and you're uh, already down. But uh, like I said, with the Cowboys and with the rest of our division, the, the schedule just gets harder. Oh, yeah, because then after that, you have Miami, I think. How are you going yes. to beat them? How are you going to contain them? Uh, yeah, I don't think we are. Our offense is going to have to be able to go in a shootout against them. I think that's the only way the Giants have a chance. I think the Giants defense will play hard, but there's just – there's too much speed on that offense, and Tua is just – I mean, is there a throw that guy can't make, dude? I mean, yeah. when he's healthy, he's better than Patrick Mahomes, I think, from a talent standpoint. That's a bold statement, but uh, I can see the, the thought process. It, you can make a case, that's for sure. I'm not saying he is Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying that the natural talent, the, the, the kid's ability, is it's, it's, it's at least right there with Mahomes, if not maybe a little bit more, in my opinion. Yeah, if he's playing against the Giants, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough day for them. Yeah, and uh, and then after that, I think don't you have the Bills? I don't know. You, it 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 just gets worse and worse, like you said. It, no, it's terrible. Uh, the Giants don't have a game that I would mark in as a well a game. I think should be a win for like six weeks after the Seattle game. So, <laughs> um. You know, I, I think if they can get another one now, stop the bleeding after, I mean, loss, win, loss, win, I can live with that. Right. Well, going against Miami, and there's another t- – I can't remember your schedule, uh, but after Miami, I think it's it's another tough, tough team. Hang on, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay, yeah. I like – yeah, let's let's go through their schedule. Actually, let's 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 go through it. Okay. And Seattle's in New York, right? Is is a is a home game, right? Yeah. It's not saying what I'm looking at right now. All right. Well, if you got the schedule, go ahead. But, 
Yeah, so you got Seattle, you got the Bills, you got the Jets. I forgot about the Jets. Oh, the Bills. Not, it's not Miami. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bills. Uh, so that's that's going to be a loss. Now, then we have the Jets. You could beat the, the, you should beat the Jets. And I forgot about the Jets because when I originally looked at the schedule here and Rodgers was our starting quarterback, so I counted that as a loss. Right, right, right. And then we have the Cowboys again. Yep. Then the Patriots, then the Saints. Then the okay, those are, those are back-to-back winnable games. Although the Saints are playing pretty well. I lost you again. If you're there, I lost you again. Oh, hey. no, I'm still here. Okay. Um, yeah, the Saints are playing pretty well. Their defense is playing really good. Yeah. I, I've seen some good football. It's been a good season so far. Uh, but it's a winnable game. Uh, so what do you got after that? Let's see. After the Saints game. Yeah. Miami's got to be in there somewhere. I think I got your your schedule confused with the Jets. I think the Jets have Miami early earlier. Okay, hold on. So for some reason it switched to uh, last year's schedule. Oh. <laughs> I can try to get it over here too. It would just be good to try to go through the games, just to see what you know what the outlook is for a lot of that, for a lot of those uh, games. Now that we got a little bit of a better idea of things are you know starting to shape, the league is starting to take shape on who's who's a under, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Bill, Bills, Jets. I mean, my God. They play the Dolphins uh, October 8th. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's week. All right. Let's see here. I'm trying to call the schedule now as well. So, yeah, Seahawks next, then Dolphins. Okay. So you think you're saying, oh, it is Seahawks Dolphins. Okay. Well, I they could conceivably lose both of those games, but you're saying you're going to give them one one win against Seattle there. If win against Seattle, loss at Dolphins, loss at Bills, win at Commanders, win at Jets. I mean, this actually might turn out to be a decent first half. Yeah, you're giving yourself uh, four wins, four or five wins. No, four wins. Yeah. So I mean, again, that but that's these are teams that the Giants sh- should be able to beat, according to what we've all been led to believe coming into the season. Right, which we're learning is means less and less. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The only good offensive lineman on your team is out. But, you know, that's, that's that's not a good start. Yeah, and your best offensive wa- weapon is uh, was out too. Yep. Yeah, the Giants have been hit hard with the injury bug already. Yep. 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, pretty much everybody deals with injuries, but not everybody, you know, it's different degrees. I'll tell you what, dude. Talk about an underrated player. The Giants defense is really missing Julian Love right now. Really? You think? Okay. He led them in tackles two years in a row. All right, so by the way, the, the Seahawks game is in, in New York, your home. The Dolphins game is on the road, and the Bills game is on the road. That yeah. those are those are losses. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And then so you're home for the Commanders, two. so you got to give yourself a win there. And you're home for the Jets, you got to give yourself a win there. All right. So go two and two, lose two in a row, be two and four, and then win two in a row. And that's four and four. So then you got the Commanders, but you're home, five and four. No, no, I'm sorry. You've got the Raiders. You got the Raiders, and you're on the road. That's a winnable game, though. Yeah, if the Giants are healthy, then you got the Cowboys in Dallas. That's going to be a loss. <laughs> I'm playing that game twice. And then you've got the uh, Commanders in Washington. That might be tough. That's going to be a tough game. That might be tough because the Giants have always been really good against the uh, Commanders slash Redskins. But the last couple of years, I think we split. Was last or uh, the year before? Year you won. You won one. We tied. We tied one game. And the year before, I think we split, or it was two years before that we split. But um, they, they've been finding ways to hang around and uh, give us problems lately. So Then you've got the Patriots in, in New York. That's a possible win. Yep. Packers in New York. <sighs> uh, that, I've one. still not told them that Green Bay defense, but Jordan Love is looking really, really good. And the Saints game, by the way, is in New Orleans. Yeah, that's a tough one. And then you've got Eagles, Rams, Eagles. Yeah, I mean, they're potentially going 0-3 those last three weeks. So, Well, the Rams, they're another one. Like the Rams, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Packers, all those games are winnable games, but they're also all losable games. Like you could lose every single yeah. one of those. You could win every single one of those. Yep. I, I think the Giants would be uh... – I won't say lucky necessarily, but if, if they get out of the season with eight wins, I think they, they have to be happy uh, going into the next season. Yeah, I would agree. No, but how much of a disappointment is that from where you were at the beginning of the year, though? Well, overall record, it's only a game less than what I predicted them to win, so... As far as record goes, it's not much of a disappointment. But as far as my hopes, um, being as excited as I was to watch these rookies get out there and play and grow and get better each week, uh, it's it's definitely uh, dampered them a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, uh, the rookies kind of got they, – they really um, – Debo Samuel abused them. Yeah, well – and Trey by Hawkins. the way, does, is there anybody more violent than Debo Samuel running? No. My God. Really. My God. Maybe A.J. Brown. <laughs> he, he is so aggressive when he gets yeah. the ball in his hand. He's fantastic. And as soon as that ball went up and I saw it was one-on-one -on -one with him, I'm like, oh, he's coming down with this. Yeah. Trey Hawkins, I think, has played really well in coverage, but he is a liability in the run game right now. He had so many missed tackles. Yep. The team, I think we have like 17 missed tackles in that game. 
Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, if you're if you're undermanned, and especially against a ta- more talented team like San Francisco, you got to do the little things like you know, wrapping people up. You cannot miss. Yeah. That's another thing that That's Dallas a- did was uh, that killed them was all the penalties. Yeah, well, yeah. the ref, the, the refing yeah. in that game with the Giants was awful too. But yeah, it kind of got ten penalties in the first half. Ten. Yep. That absolutely killed them. And yep. anytime they did anything positive, it, was, it came back. They had a sixty-two yard kickoff or punt return, got called back. Oh. <laughs> You're making yourself nauseous. Because <laughs> I don't. This is the third coach in a row that we've had that just doesn't care that if there's a lot. Like we we are always near the top of the league in penalties. There's I remember the Thanksgiving Day game a couple of years ago against the Raiders, where we had like something like 16 penalties, like we set a record or some shit. Yep. And it absolutely destroyed the entire game. We had no chance in that game because we just every time we turned around, there was another penalty. Yeah. And it's I don't know what it is. But you know, those are things that can be corrected. Whether they do or not, will time will tell. But those are things that can be corrected. It seems got, like got, it seems like got, sorry, sorry go ahead. Okay. <laughs> what I was gonna say was it seems like Something like that happens, and this is the it's like a cycle. Something like that happens, and they clean it up for like two or three weeks. They're pretty good on penalties for like two or three weeks, and then they start getting laxed on it. They don't focus on it as much, and then something like that happens again, where it's another 12 penalties or some shit. Yep. No. But like I said, it, it, those are things that are fixable. That's that's coaching. You, from a skill, talent uh, position, you guys are as good as any team in the league. So. At least the issues that you need to work on are things that can be coached and fixed. Well, we'll have to see on the uh, the defensive side of the ball. And I got to see more from the offense. The offense was definitely better. I liked seeing Pollard get 100 yards. That was awesome. He looked great. Even Rico Dowdle looked pretty good. <laughs> Rico Dowdle looked all right. And I love Turpin on the kickoff returns. Yep. Yeah, he's got some toughness to him. Yep. And even Deuce Vaughn looked looked pretty good. He has a few carries and a few a few looks, but you know, I think the I Cowboys are going to be fine. But Cowboys are going to be fine. But they 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 have to win the games they're supposed to win. I mean, you hear it every year. Yep. Well, when me and uh, when me and Nick would go over the the season early on, you know, we were, we always account for one game that they inexplicably lose. Right. Every year, it's like okay, they're going to win. Tw- they're going to go twelve and five, and then like, well, maybe eleven and six because they're going to lose that one game that you're not thinking they're going to lose. So I'm hoping that was it, and that and that is it. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll have to wait and see. I just they're they're too good to me uh, to make this a habit. I think it was just uh, it was a trap game. I mean, I, I don't know how you fall into a trap game in week three, but yeah. It yeah, absolutely was, and, and but you do agree with me about the uh, the Bill Belichick possibly exploiting something, and there is cause for concern. Yeah, if there is actually something that is a, an, an issue that probably can't be corrected in a week, uh, Belichick will find it. Absolutely, he will. 
Yeah, well, so, but like I said, I just need to see them look like themselves again. I need the penalties to go down. I need the defense to show up a little better and uh, basically correct themselves this week. That's what I'm looking for. It's going to be tough, though. Oh, you know how Belichick loves his tight ends, and he's got two really good ones. I, I think you're going to see a lot of two tight end formations in that game. Yeah, but we got we got Donovan Wilson back at safety, and he I I love him. He's so good in in uh, Javon Curse. Those two yeah. guys. I, I'll take I'll match up them against any tight ends, and I think we win that. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to be able to stop the run, and you're going to have to be able to stop the uh, short passing game because I really think that's where they're going. Elliot is coming, by the way. Yes, Elliot's coming. You're going to get a lot of short, I think, screens. Yep. Well, yeah, Mac Jones is like a checkdown artist. Yeah. But he can still hurt you. He can hurt you. Yeah, but when he throws his deep passes, I, I get nervous. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not a, a quote unquote, you know, good or you know, greater even good quarterback. But he's like, would you say adequate? Like the old Parcells line, he doesn't need to to be spectacular. He just, we just need somebody to drive the bus. If the Patriots had a top three defense, I think that Mac Jones would be a much better quarterback. <laughs> In the, in the sense that he won't have to put up a lot of points and just like be a game manager, play the system, right? Um, and he, he definitely like that. I mean, he's that's the type of quarterback he is. I think that's why Belichick drafted him. He he's trying to clone Tom Brady. He's trying to get that system type quarterback. Yep, yep. I agree. I don't care what anyone says about Tom Brady. I know he's one of the best to ever play the game, and he's earned it. But. In the beginning of his career, he was a system quarterback. Oh, the, their first, their first Super Bowl, that first season, he he didn't do much at all. His numbers are pretty pedestrian. They were, but his completion percentage was high. Right, because he was throwing, he wasn't throwing the ball more than five yards down the field. But he wasn't making mistakes. <laughs> right, right. So you don't turn the ball over, and you're able to get a few yards when you need them. You know, that's all it takes. In play design. Good coaching and a good defense. But yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah, we'll see. We will. All right. Well, I think we went over the big points. Um, if you have any, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I think that's probably enough for this week. I mean, there's right, so much we... to talk about, but you know, <laughs> right. We've already been on for almost 40 minutes, I think. Uh, oh, real real quick. I just want to congratulate the Yankees on being eliminated. Uh, yes, and extend my congratulations to the Red Sox for the exact same thing <laughs> on the exact same day. They both got eliminated Thank the same you. day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they both got can you remember? Can you remember a year where one of us wasn't in the playoffs? <sighs> yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And not only That's not crazy. in the playoffs, not even really – fighting for one like we were both well out of it like we both had already resigned that our team was not making the playoffs like a month ago yes but until it happens it's just it's it's yep the, the reality it, of it is setting in i knew the one, of us wasn't even in, one of us wasn't isn't even in second place in the division no. or even third no. place in the division no <laughs> Toronto, Tampa, and Baltimore all finished above us. <laughs> That's what I mean. The Yankees and Red Sox did not make the playoffs, and they finished in last and second to last in the division. <laughs> and basically, we're fighting for last or yes. 
or fighting well, to, uh, to not be laughing. As a, as a friend, uh, you can have it. <laughs> yeah, so baseball's over. It's a shame. <laughs> I, I'm very interested to see what, what the offseason brings in general. Uh, if the Yankees try to be the Yankees again or if they keep this this uh, facade up of trying to uh, just keep running it back with minor changes because it's not going to work anymore and the fans are tired of it. I need Absolutely. to see them be the Yankees. By be the Yankees, it means eat the contract of Giancarlo Stanton, get him off the team, release him, pay him all his money, pay him, pay, uh, pay for another, you know, another big outfielder, the best outfielder you can get, and make some trades and get a real, uh, real closer, and see what happens. But the Yankees need to be the Yankees. They're not. They they don't. They don't try to be the Yankees anymore, and it annoys me. Is uh, is Boone still there? Yep. Bloom isn't. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of Bloom. Yes, but Boone is still there. I know. I'm saying the Red Sox. Well, the Red Sox got rid of their general manager. So why why aren't the Yankees following suit? No, they, they like to extend ours. We extended our general manager. Brian Cashman signed a four-year extension earlier in the year. So he's uh, not going anywhere. I don't. I could see Boone maybe possibly leaving, but Steinberg, uh, Cashman is not going anywhere. That's crazy to me. I don't think he's done anything to earn the right to still be there. Well, they, they have these dumb beliefs, and it's like, what are you thinking? Like, they went into the season thinking – you know, Aaron Hicks was gonna was gonna work out, and Josh Donaldson was gonna revert back to his MVP form, and they both terrible. The team hasn't been the same since Steinbrenner left us. So. No, you're George. you're right. The last time they spent was that last year in 2009, where they brought in Tashera Burnett and CC Sabathia. Yep, and they won the whole thing. That was it. Yep. Since then, it's been a lot of little minor changes, little tweaks. And they, like last year, they didn't really do anything in the offseason, just a couple little things. Now they got all these kids up, which is great, but they still need to add. They need a big-time bat, big-time bat. And they need a closer, in my opinion. But I don't know. I don't know. If they start acting like the Yankees, I'll be, I'll be much, uh, much happier. But I don't know if they're going to. It doesn't look like that. Steinbrenner just wants to make money. He's all about the, the bottom line. And somehow they're still selling out 40,000 seats every friggin' night. So he doesn't care. Oh, well, they're the Yankees, man. <laughs> yeah. They always sell out. They, they, I mean, it's not a sellout, sellout, because this, you know, capacity is like 46,000. Right. But they're getting 40 a night, and they're like the th- second or third in attendance for the whole season. In. Why? So in his mind, if you're not all about winning, you're all about the bottom line, and your bottom line is not being affected by it. You're making money, hand over fist, and you, you still got you know you're still filling up the ballpark. What's the incentive to go out and spend a ton of money? No, I agree, but I mean, it's baseball. I mean, look at teams like Cleveland. That how long of a drought they had when they weren't any good, and they were still selling out. I mean, baseball. <laughs> I don't know. I just I would like to see them. And and baseball I want the, tickets I want the, are more affordable than football tickets. So. Absolutely, I want to see the evil empire return. Basically, 
Yeah, I would like to too. I'd like to see the uh, rivalry kind of really heat up again because it seems like it's disappeared. Well, because it's only really good when both teams are good, and neither team was any good the last. <laughs> last yeah, couple. I just I don't feel like there's any like real nemesis between teams. Uh, there always used to be a couple, you know. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's lost its it's lost its spark. I mean, it seems I think like every fans... year, I think every year you have an ability that maybe it's going. You know, you might be able to get a good rivalry too, but then somebody vastly disappoints. Like the Braves are really good. I thought the Mets might be able to challenge them, and that would be a really nice rivalry. Maybe meet meet in the playoffs and all that. And yeah. the Mets obviously just completely crap the bed. Yeah. <laughs> New York sports is not doing well. Uh, no, no, not at all. They after Rangers the baseball season, okay. the Rangers are all right, but after the baseball season, they were like, okay, you know, the football teams are here to save us, and then four plays in. The sky is falling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is also New York. <laughs> Four plays in and 40 to nothing. And basically, when's basketball start? Yep. The Knicks, Does I anyone really want to see the Knicks play? Come on. <laughs> I, no, but then I guess they're going to be all right. I don't follow basketball like at all, but a little bit that I do know, I think they're supposed to be pretty good this year. Yeah, they, but, they got some young players on them. I, I haven't been following the NBA that much myself. Yeah. And the Rangers, look, like you said, LeBron. the Rangers are pretty good. Yeah, Rangers are pretty good. But uh, football and baseball, not so good. And basket. I'm sorry, but I know basketball is more popular than baseball nationwide. But in New York, it's not. Baseball is way more popular than basketball in New York. Oh, absolutely. Go for it. All righty, then. Good chat. I have nothing left. If you have nothing left. Yeah, no, that was good. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm, just, uh, I'm trying to uh, save my uh, fancy teams now by making sneaky uh, free agent acquisitions. I don't, I don't think any of them are going to work out. But Yeah, I got That's what I'm going to do next too is just scour the waiver wire, make some waiver claims on all my leagues. Yes, I was 0-3, by the way, this week. <laughs> I was two and one. Well, I've got nine players out with injury, three of them season-ending injuries. So, yeah, you, you, yeah, you got you got hit hard. All those big injuries in the NFL, basically, were somebody on your team. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll talk next week. We'll go over. Hopefully, uh, maybe it'll be two big wins for both of our teams. Even Absolutely. though I'm going to be picking probably against both of our teams, but we'll have to see. Well, I need the Dallas defense to score me some points. <laughs> you can't complain about them. You, you can't. You can't give me 33 points one week and then throw a dud the next. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they basically won that week, the first week. Uh, yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, they were the second highest scorer. They might have been the highest scorer in my team. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, then we'll talk next week. And uh, thanks for joining me. And I'll be right back with a close. There you have it. A lot of great football talk there with Ty, Giants, Cowboys. A little bit more on the NFL in general. 
We even touched on a little bit of baseball there at the end. Some good stuff in there for sure. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow we'll have the podcast with Al, the big weekly podcast where we review every game individually from week three. And then a separate podcast where we will preview every game from week four. But that's coming up tomorrow. Hopefully you enjoy this one today. And until next time, I will see you later.